The following podcast may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. You know, lately, I've felt like running away and living in a treehouse. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've had it rough for the last couple of months, mm. but a treehouse does sound fun for a vacation. Like yes. Columbia comes uh, to right? mind. <laughs> Definitely on my bucket list. But in this episode, we're going to learn of the disappearance of Keith Reinhardt. Seemingly, he just vanished into thin air. This is Unexplained Realms, the podcast. I'm your host, Anne, joined by producer and co-host, Eddie V. If you're new, welcome to the show. If not, welcome back. In 1988, Keith Reinhardt realized he needed to take some time away from his busy life. For 23 years, Keith was a writer, a well-known sports reporter for the Chicago newspaper. So at age 48, he decided to transform into a better version of himself. Growing his hair long, growing a beard, he took a three-month sabbatical leave from work. He went to Silver Plume, Colorado, a beautiful town located within the Colorado Rockies. Its population was 130 at this time. Keith's plans were to get in better health, mind, body, and soul. He planned to do this by mountain climbing to get in shape and assist in overcoming his fear of heights. He would also begin writing a novel. Keith had a friend in Silver Plume, Ted Parker, a longtime friend. Ted ran a local cafe. This inspired Keith to want to open an antique store that would focus heavily on the summer tourism in the small town. Keith felt If he could make a strong life in this small town, he and his wife, Carolyn, could relocate there permanently. Keith and Ted had been friends for 40 years and considered each other brothers. The two had grown up across the street from each other and shared years of memories. Keith had shared with Ted that he took this time to live his dreams before turning 50. Keith acquired his antique store. It was located right across the street from Ted's Cafe on Main Street. It was a bookstore prior. The bookstore had been owned by Tom Young. Tom Young disappeared nine months prior on September 7th of 1987. It was said that Tom closed his bookstore and told people he and his dog Gus 
would be taking a trip to Europe. Though after three weeks had passed, locals became worried and suspicious that something was wrong. When Keith learned Tom's story, he chose this to be a topic of his novel. Though it would be fictional, he created the main character and named him Guy Gypsum. The character would be a combination of himself and Tom. Keith quickly became obsessed with Tom's story and began speaking to anyone and everyone in Silverplume who had known Tom. Keith's family noticed that all he talked about was Tom's disappearance. Though, Keith would say, writers like to live the story so they can write it more easily. Some family members wondered if Keith wanted to live the story. Ten months after Tom's disappearance on July 31st of 1988, two hunters were hunting on Republican Mountain, which is 1.5 miles from Silver Plume. The hunters found the remains of Tom Young and his dog Gus. They had both died from a bullet wound to the head. During the investigation, authorities found a revolver at the scene. Authorities later discovered that Tom had purchased the gun four days before his disappearance. The case was closed and ruled a suicide by the coroner's office and the Clear Creek County Sheriff's Department. August 7th, 1988, one week after Tom's body was found, Keith closed his antique store at 2.30 p.m. He spent the afternoon walking through the small town of Silver Plume. He chatted with people around town and indicated he wanted to climb to the top of Pendleton Mountain. No one really thought he would go through with it as he was very fearful of heights. By 4 p.m. that day, Keith visited Ted's cafe and told him he was planning to make it to the top of the mountain. He also asked Ted to call for a rescue if he didn't make it back. Ted really didn't take this too seriously. The climb up Pendleton Mountain would have been a six-hour journey and a difficult one. Keith was last seen at 4.30 p.m. walking towards the mountain. He was only wearing a flannel shirt with no jacket and no supplies. Keith did not return that night. The next day, more than 125 men, trained dogs, and helicopters searched for Keith. Though it was like searching for a needle in the haystack. 
The terrain was rough and sloped at 60 degrees. Colorado Alpine rescue teams have had a 100% recovery rate for anyone they've ever searched for, except for Keith. It's as if he vanished into thin air. Friends of Keith later found a news article next to his computer and the headline read, Tom Young's body found. The last words in his unfinished fictional novel about Tom were, Guy Gypsum changed into some hiking boots and donned a heavy flannel shirt. He understood Tom now and his motivation. Guy closed the door, then walked off towards the lush, shadowless Colorado forest above. Before Keith's disappearance, he told friends he had always wanted to visit West Virginia. And the night before he went missing, he attended a party where he spent hours talking to a woman. Her name was Greta or Gretchen. She was from Denver. Authorities have always wanted to speak to this woman, but were never able to locate her. Did Keith have an accident while trying to climb the mountain? Or did he take his own life? Or did he simply walk away from his life? Maybe we will never know and need to leave this one to the realms of the unexplained. I'd like to deep dive into this one. Me too. In reading about Keith, his wife described him as an upbeat, positive person with a positive mental attitude, and she felt there was no way he could have committed suicide. And no, I'd have to say by hearing your story about him, he doesn't fit the profile of a suicidal individual at all. Yeah, his kids suspect foul play and not suicide, but always felt no one would really know until they found a body. So Yeah. <clears throat> Another theory is that he planned to disappear. But still, I don't know, man. He would why would he? Uh, well, his wife Carolyn also thought it was odd. He didn't have his camera with him. He had left behind everything that he would be in the habit of carrying with him everywhere. Um she also thought it would was odd that him being a sensible person would leave for a long hike at 4 p.m. with no supplies or any indication that he was planning to camp. Yeah, that's definitely odd. Police believe that he was having a midlife crisis mm -hmm. and he left a false trail surrounding the disappearance. Mm. Basically, they think he planned to leave his life. Yeah. He told multiple people where he was going and planned to climb to the top of the mountain didn't seem plausible as he had a fear of heights and vertigo. Yeah. Um, it does make me feel like maybe he got too obsessed with Tom's story because remember, Tom also left a false trail leading to his disappearance. He told everyone he was traveling out of the country. What do you think, Mr. V? You think he really just walked away from his life? Possibly, but with new evidence that came out in September of 2021, it's possible he stayed on that mountain and was injured or something. Two hikers were on Pendleton Mountain shooting footage for a college film when they discovered Keith's wallet. 
Or maybe he left it there on purpose uh-huh. to shed his old life. This case was aired actually on Unsolved Mysteries in the 80s. And in current times, you can find the documentary titled Dark Side of the Mountain to learn more about Keith's disappearance. I have just one question. Mm. You're a horror writer. Yeah. Do you ever become obsessed with your topics? <laughs> oh, fuck. The world would need to watch out if I did. <laughs> <laughs> and... Anne's books can be bought on Amazon. Yeah. Speaking of books, I need to read a cookbook or eat one or something. I'm starving. (laughs) Or maybe a shot. Uh, Yeah, a shot. So so tell everybody uh, what name you can be found with uh, by on Amazon. You can look under Anne Burkett and find any of my writing. There you go. You know what to do. Let's take that shot now. All right. If you're new... You can visit us at unexplainedrealms.com, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok. And don't forget to smash those like, subscribe, and follow buttons. And don't forget to hit the show notifications button on Spotify so you can get reminders when we drop a new episode. Don't forget to click on our sponsors' links when visiting unexplainedrealms.com with a variety of brands and products to choose from and the most exclusive deals just for you. This podcast is supported by Anchor.fm and V Media Studios.